Howdy friends and welcome to the Full Disclosure Farming Podcast. I'm Erica. I'm a business school graduate turned farmer's wife. And I'm Joe. I'm a college dropout with a master's degree from the University of Hard Knocks. Together we run several successful farm and ag businesses. Let's get brutally honest about all the issues facing our generation of farmers and ranchers. Hello party people. Welcome to the chat. We are here for episode two of the podcast titled Staying in Your Lane, Working with Your Spouse. How's everybody doing today? I am uh, pretty wore out. It's been a very long Monday and Tuesday. So, can we tell them what we've been up to? Or Sure, yeah. Give us a, a current so, events of the farm. Yeah, so current events of the farm is the plan was Monday morning. We are going to go right into the Snaplitch project because Stevie had off of school, so I usually plan like projects with him. And So we went up to the field and the corn did not dry down like it was supposed to, or like I figured it would in a week's time. So we were only able to do part of it. Spent most of the day unplugging the chopper because the corn wasn't dry. Just was a nightmare. And then, so I found some 85-day corn in the same spot, so I snapped all I could there and on my way home with the chopper and Stevie called and said he rolled skid steer off the bunk track skiddy so I got to go home and use my excavator to pick that up out of there so I was not where I wanted to be gigantic excavator yeah I got a PC 250 so big girl 30 34 ton machine like fishing yeah yeah basically fished the my not brand new but new to it's got 40 hours on it since we got it $43,000 track skidder no, it wasn't an accident. It was um, it wasn't child, intended, ch- intentional. Child. It was just a lack of child's play. Yeah. Lack so of there was that, and then I had to do a custom project for the neighbor, um, 70, 80 acres of snaplage. So I went down and started on that, and for the whole day, I chopped with a six-row head behind a four-row corn planter, and it's just stressful all day. So I'm kind of fried right now. We're chilling, relaxing. That's the happenings of the farm. Tomorrow morning, me and Mrs. Yankee Farmer are headed to pick up some new beef steers that we bought. and Nice little feeders. Yeah, we're going to do that. Moving on, we're going to talk so, about... Our topic today was a suggestion from many of our friends because they're constantly asking us or in awe of the fact that we can work together well and kind of our secrets to not wanting to bite each other's heads off every day after working with each other. Now granted, Farmer Joe is typically outside. I'm typically inside, you know, computer, bank, books kind of thing, but there's plenty of occasions that we're doing things together. So I think it still applies. I think we're qualified to speak on this. Very qualified. I think that while me and you are beyond two completely different types of personalities, you know, you don't get mad really or yell. No. And I get mad and yell Mm -hmm. sometimes. Yeah. So like me and her, we can go move cattle together. The only thing I no longer want to do with him is wrangle loose cattle. I'm just saying. Yeah, that pisses me off. But all the other kinds is great. Yeah. One of the biggest things we do very well is talk about it all the time is staying out of each other's lane. I run obviously the crop side of things and... You run, we talked about this on the last episode, buying of the bulls, buying of semen. Right, breeding matchups. It's kind of standard, and, and I don't know why, I guess it's kind of standard for the woman in the farm relationship to do the books. You know, I mean, she's... Historically, yeah. Yeah, I mean, historically, you know, so... 
Yep, I do the cattle management software, all the mm -hmm. records, the banking, the book work, etc. All the social media, marketing, digital, website, everything like that. It'll blow, like, even, like, people in my family's mind. People will call me and be like, I need a beef. And I'm like, okay. Like, how much you getting for beef? And I'm like, I have no fucking idea. Like, I don't, like, it's not, it's not even my topic, so I'm not going to speak on it. You know, a lot of people in the world will give you a wrong answer just to give you an answer. Absolutely. And they that's, feel compelled to respond even if it's not even in their wheelhouse to even respond. Right. I mean, it would be like saw me chopping corn, like came up to you and said, what is what kind of corn did Joe grow? Oh, yeah. Right. You'd be like, I don't know. But, but you wouldn't be like, oh, it was 85-day Huebner or 91-day FS corn. Like, you wouldn't even comment wouldn't on even it. Wouldn't even guess. Because I know that I don't know. Right. Just say, and the same with me. That's not my department. That's not my department. Exactly the same with me. Like, people ask me, like, well, what are you getting for beef? And I'm like, I don't have any idea. You have to talk to Erica. And some people take offense to it. Like, well, what do you mean? It's your business. And it, it is our business, number one. And it's not my business. Like, the beef business is not my business. Right, and what you decide to do with your crops is none of my business. Cause yeah, and I mean... I'm not even qualified to have an opinion, really. And I mean, but in the same sense, when we change the price on beef, or when I contract... When we make big decisions... Yeah, we, you know, he'll bounce ideas off me, like, oh, I should I use this or that? Or, you know, when we were tackling the mold thing, he was like, what do you think I should do? We can do A, B, or C. Like, what do you think sounds the best? Like... I'm an educated person. I, I can make, right. I can form an opinion and cast a vote, but no one's coming to me asking for advice about that. So in the same like things that have happened in the recent is Monday, which was a shit show, but I called home and she had never done a moisture sample on a, a crop. So I told her all how to do it and she did it and the moisture was not where I want it. Three times. Three times. <laughs> We were worried I did it wrong, so we did it. Well, and I was unsure because I've been doing ear a very long time, but the, the crop was not right. And I think I've narrowed it down to the fact that we haven't gotten a frost. And every other time I've made snaplets, we've gotten a frost, which killed the stalk. And that was where I ran into trouble with it, was I was trying to get this green, terribly green stalk with a white cob ear hanging off it. I was trying to make something happen. But anyways... We, me and her were on the phone for literally two hours, and I'm like, sweetie, I don't know what to do. It just, it's fucking, it's not right. It doesn't feel right. The shit's not right. And you know me, like, I'm a perfectionist when it comes to my forages, because I'm the guy that's got to deal with it if it ain't right. And she gave me her best educated guess, and we went on about her day. I made the final call that I'm done. Yeah, we're not doing it. ultimately, samples said go. The snaplage itself... To pick it up with your hand, they both felt like it was too wet, and we were like, okay, now it's a tie. My chopper said fuck you. The chopper said no, and ultimately I was like, you know, your equipment's not going to lie to you. If it's not feeding, it's not ready. So that was kind of where we... Yeah, so, I mean, that's one of the biggest things that I think, and again, not throwing shade, but like seeing it in my mom and dad's business when they ran the farm was my mom was questioning my dad, my dad was questioning my mom, you know, and like... In a lot of marriages, I think, even do that. Like, I think that you marry this person, when you stop trusting that person, you know, then I think you're in a world of shit. Yeah, I mean, this type of working relationship requires a lot of trust. 
like I trust and I know and I'm confident in that he's going to handle the crops and everything to the best of his ability and yeah. I don't need to cause him to second guess himself because I don't have the education to you know if we're talking about something with cows and he's like oh we should do this and I'm like I don't know if that makes sense because x y and z like at least that's something I can speak on from experience but nine out of ten times something that's in his department is not something that I'm gonna even fuck with really can you hand me that drink over there? Sure, I didn't know what you were pointing at. That. That's my cup? supposed to be mine. Oh, we'll share, because we're all going to get you one. Holy fuck, a four-row planner out of a six-row head is just, it was fucking miserable. It's like if you bob and I weave. It was, and I don't know how, sometimes I ended up with two guest rows coming into the fucking head, and I didn't like even a know. a bonus row? No, it's not. It's, it's all shit. It's a bunch of big poop. Oh. It, the shit is poop. Mm. It was just stressful, because... I want to do a really good job. I could never be a custom operator, I don't think. No, probably not. Because, like, I have the attention to detail. You know, I'm like, I know it's never been done to this, but, like, I was out fucking with the processor and length of cut and everything to make this guy's shit perfect, you know. But anyways, back to what we are talking about. From an aspect of marriage, me and you have learned that I trust you. I trust my wife to, and the whole beef business, and I think I feel the same, and I think it's maybe an attraction thing too, like she runs our beef business, beef sales, retail sales, our retail syrup sales, the same I run our crop, feed, equipment, like I know that shit's handled as fuck bro do you know how peaceful it is in your mind when you don't have to second guess the person you're working with i don't know what i was saying no um, you know how peaceful it is yeah in your mind when you can just worry about your own shit and know that the rest of it is somebody else's shit to worry about are we talking to me about this right now my life i know your brain's not nearly as peaceful as mine because no. you've got cats you're trying to herd and stuff but yeah hypothetically this style but of- i couldn't imagine with all the bullshit that I live a far more stressful life than you do with my end of the bullshit. And that has a lot to do with our personalities, too. Yeah, no, I'm wired up. Yeah. Well, because I'm a perfectionist. And yeah, that to a fault. To a fault. And I'll I'll admit that. And that's fine. And my counselor will bring that up, too. (laughs) I haven't seen her in a while. I should call her. Hi, Um, Catherine. My thing is, is that we have two different lives. But if I had to worry... About what you were doing. How would you get any Holy of Holy fuck. Nobody's got time for that. They don't. In they a really farm don't. setting. Like, this is one thing that I feel like some farms could really learn from. Not in, like, having a dick measuring contest or anything like that. You need to spend time managing your shit. And not managing your fucking spouse. Facts. Like, if she called... And, and even in a outside of farm community... In like a, I have good friends who are fucking managed by their spouses. That's because their wives are crazy. Yeah, I don't really know if I know a male version of the crazy. Do we have a friend that has a husband that's fucking wild? Like a psycho-controlling person? Husband. Do we have one of them? Mm, No, I don't think so. But we have a solid three, maybe four wives, 
who are fucking nuts. They just run rampant. I'm like, I don't know who taught you to be that way, but like, that's not how relationships and work. So one thing too that's like pretty fucking wild to me, and you want to see me get upset, and you have never done this to me ever, and it is so peaceful. I know what you're going to say because it's belittling, but go Like, ahead. wives who will beat their husbands up in public. In front of other people. Like, uh, here's, here, I'm going to tell you right now. Me and, we don't really fight. That's not really our fucking jam. I mean, once in a while, we'll get, like, salty about, and it's, and I'll be honest, usually it's because I don't say anything. For too long. For too long, and then it just stews. stirred into it. And then I lose my fucking brain. Which is another fault of my own. You can ask my counselor. Um, that's really... We don't really fight. Okay? But we have had some disagreements in our several years, many years of being I mean, together. Obvious. I've never had it out with you, and you've never had it out with me. In fucking public. Right. That's dog shit, people. Right. It encourages everyone around you to pretty much I've, want it. I've seen it, we've seen it in family, we've seen it in friends, we've seen it so, in, on our boat. Right, just snarky bullshit where it's like, do you have to slide in a rude comment to your spouse? Like, how about act like everyone else and then argue about it on the way home, okay? Right, yeah, and like, like, like. it should be done in private. Right, and I don't feel like the, the awkwardness. It's so awkward. <laughs> How many times? I mean, on the boat. Well, there ain't getting off of a boat when you're on Right. Kind of so I think it's people. more awkward on the boat than anything. I'm just going to go dump in the water. Right. Um, in vehicle rides. Ooh, not good. Dinner. Dinner time. Check, please. Yeah. And I mean, like, please. Like, if you're... And uh, like I said, it, it weirds me out, I guess, a little bit. It's because men are better than women. But... Oh. <laughs> oh, my... No, but it does weird me out a little bit. We don't have a male. I mean, we have some lazy male friends that yeah, deserve to get their ass beat. Historically, the man's like head of household, and yet they always say like she wears the pants. Like I don't. Well, know I don't know. So I feel like that dynamic has changed. And, well, obviously, it's and we've things. had like com- like me and my buddy have had conversations. Don't make that face. Have had conversations about how how that's changed in a. In a women's rights aspect, you know, I mean, it used to be the men, the man controlled all the money, all the everything, and now very busy husbands give their wife all the money and she disperses it because she runs the house. She's not the head of household, she's, but she, she runs, runs the, the household. Household, and they disperse of the money, and then the husband somehow ends up working hundred hours a week. <laughs> and <laughs> well, you oh, you want to buy a uh, uh, new broadheads for your bow? We we don't have that money. We just we're still there's a pair of five dollar shutters. I'm gonna hang them next to the window. They have be been cute. here for fucking since I cannot like we. I am literally. Are you gonna be okay? Well, I I mean I don't even I I was trying to figure out a timeline. <laughs> don't give me your shit. You'll get hit. They're fine. They're not. They're gonna look cute as shit. This is one of them. Stay in your lane things. <laughs> right. But... I decorate the house, so stay in your. lane. <laughs> decorate the house she says what i do anywho moving forward we have decorations in our house you take down the halloween decorations and put up the christmas decorations i know i never get to fall and the christmas decorations stay till i throw the tree out no 
Natural because we don't get a real tree. I found uh, a Christmas snowman on the shelf in the living room last week. <laughs> He's still there. Do you see, podcast people, what I'm saying? Well, I'm busy. Do you feel me? I know you're busy. You're too busy to buy $5 shutters. Someone will hang them. Poppy no, will hang them for me. fucking bullshit. Poppy will come over and hang them for me. Whatever. You know what? You got to outsource to your friends and family sometimes. When your husband when works works like a freaking crazy person. <laughs> yeah, and if your spouse is not good with a hammer and a nail. I'm not. And that's... Just you know, and so there's a whole, like... There's a whole thing on the male side of the spectrum. Recognize your fucking weaknesses. And strengths. And strengths. I mean, obviously. I mean, male, most men. All men. Focus Rec- on their strengths. Focus and- on their strengths, but like, she'll be like, "Hey, could you?" And I'm like, "No, <laughs> nope, I'm not doing sure it. Sure can't. I'm not doing it because I'm gonna fuck it up, and I don't want to fuck it up, and it's gonna piss me off if I fuck it up. So we're not gonna do it. Okay. And a lot of men won't do that, but there's a different. There's also an aspect of that. You're not like you're a piece of shit because you can't hammer a fucking nail. Well, no, obviously. Not. But. Women do that. Well, I guess if your um, masculinity marker is being a carpenter, then yeah, you should date a carpenter, but I don't know about that. What's your masculinity marker? You, Dada. Hmm. Um, so let's devil back here. I don't know if we fell down a rabbit hole or not. No, I think that we talked about, I mean, that. I think the, the biggest thing in farming and also a lot in just being married is like back the fuck off of your spouse. You know, like, I get mean, it. It truly cannot be summarized better than just saying stay in your lane. Like, yeah. people, humans, relationships, marriages are not designed to be 24-7. No, 24-7. Like, you're not really supposed to work with the person all day. Oh, yeah. And then no, come home there. Yeah. and manage mm-hmm. a household with no. them. And, then, and a child. And then sleep next to them. And, that, you know, and the list goes on, like, that's not how humans are wired. You're not supposed to, that's not how the world's supposed to work. So when you're doing, like, this is, it's like an anti-gravity kind of situation. It's not natural. You, it, you really, truly need to stay in your lane and stay off of each other. Otherwise, it's not peaceful. So, we need to do a podcast about the marriage release. The what? Oh, the yeah. Oh, God. People shit their pants. All right, so no, we're not. no, we're gonna just. I'm just gonna touch on it. Little we wanted teaser. to talk about prenups too. So yeah, we want to talk about prenups. So we'll do that at the same time. Yeah. That'll be the next one. So me and me and Erica have had this talk theory theory, and just grasp this. All right, don't judge it before I say it. Hear me out. But we have always talked that marriage li- marriage licenses should be on a ten year term. And you should, before you enter into a marriage, you should have the end of the marriage figured out. You never start anything without an end game, ever. If you plan to be successful. So, we've had this theory. Which, I think most people assume that the end game of marriage is you die with that person, but But statistically, that's that's bullshit. bullshit. We literally have had this conversation, like... Every 10 years, you re-sign a prenup, if you, you will, but not like on male and fe- on both on both sides. <laughs> yeah, like, but you could basically renew your marriage. Right, you get the dog, she gets the house. No, no, like renew it for another 10 years if it's good. Oh, if it's not, though, I'm saying oh, like, 
Yeah, but I mean, like, it's all figured out before oh, we even yeah. start, you it's know? Like, so literally, it's a conversation. We're giving too much away of what we had figured out, so we got to just stop there. But, okay, we're doubling but, back. We're, Marriages, you're not, maybe you're not supposed to be married to the same person for your whole life. Well, I think back in boomer times, I think that... When you lived to be 60. They may... <laughs> They made seven or eight children that were supposed to take over the family business who all ended up, this is another podcast we can have, about how family farms, like the mom and dad of the family farm, like porked a lot and made as many kids as they possibly could. And then all the kids were treated like little enslaved people. And then they left the farm. Because they got taken advantage of. Because they got taken advantage of. And then now it's just a shit show. But that's boomer times. So, I don't know. I guess the only other thing I had on my note sheet about this specific topic was him and I had sent 10 text messages to each other today. Like, I literally know people. They're just endlessly conversating. And it's like, first of all, what are you going to talk about before you fall asleep? If you're blowing up each other's phones all day. Like, it all comes back to, like, just leave each other alone a little bit and, like, give each other space. You're supposed to bang till you fall asleep. Moving on. Um, so, actually, she sent me a text message that said, how's it going? And I had sent her a Snapchat before. Literally two seconds That was me him. pulling a forage wagon, chopping four rows, or eight rows, six, six rows. rows. It was just a nightmare. There were so many rows going this way and that way. And I'm like, look, I'm Mennonite. And I'm pulling a wagon and I'm chopping behind a four row, the six row head. And she had texted me when I sent the snap and just was like, ha I just got your snap. She asked me how I was going. And then I already told her the night before where I was going to be. And she brought me lunch and her and Jay rode with me, which is my fave. Except for when Jay just sits there and makes random noises. And then I think something's the matter with my chopper. But, you know... There's a lot to be said about this. Like, there's no reason. Like, didn't... When you got married, when you walked down the aisle with that person, shouldn't you treat that person the same fucking way? That love them just... I mean, I realize, like, you know, whatever, things in white. But, like, I've seen so many people, like, the minute they get married, like, they instantly get annoyed by their... And first, let's have this conversation, men. Fucking stop calling your wife my old lady. Stop with that shit. That is, honestly, let's talk about it. Like, my old lady headed home to fuck my old lady. Let's use it in that context and see how much you want to use that. Headed home to have sex with the old lady. No. Yeah, I'm sure she wants to have sex with you after you're called her your old lady. And chances are she looks moderately the same as she did and you have a beer gut. (laughs) So, fuck right off with that. And And all of that, I think, don't you think, goes... With a healthy marriage. But first off, respect. And leaving the other person the fuck yeah. alone. It's proven efficient and proven effective in our situation. Yes, good... I mean, just stay in your lane, people. Mind your own fucking business. To tell where we're headed this week, uh, I'm going to finish the BTO snap project. That made me laugh. BTO. Big big. big. You big know, BTO is big, big time, time operator. I'm going to finish that on Thursday. I'm going to do a few more loads of R-Snap Friday morning, and I'm going right to beans. We're going to switch to our this or that kind of segment. What is your dream burger? Like, this is our, like, get to know us segment at the end where we just kind of... you ever seen me cook a hamburger? Yeah, but they've not. You need to tell oh. them what's your dream burger. 
consist of. And you I'm go kinda, first. Okay. Because you'd be lame and I'll take it long. Oh, okay. Shame. <laughs> okay. Um, I would prefer a Wagyu Angus Cross for my Give burger. First of all. Um... I'm kind of gluten sensitive, but I'd like a brioche bun. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I like just a regular American cheese or a cheddar. If you could get a sliced cheddar, that'd be fine. And I either like it two ways. It depends on where we're at. So like uh, that's what she said. fairs and like tractor pulls and just like food standy kind of places. I want ketchup, mustard, relish, and onions. Just like splooging off all the sides like the messiest fucking thing you've ever had like it's just so good i don't know why but if i'm in like a restaurant wagyu angus brioche burger cheddar bacon and blue cheese that's it ding 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 okay so she likes a fair burger <laughs> thank you what i tell you so my burger which is absolutely exquisite oh. again with the wagyu cross because you guys, if the, you haven't, you if need you to. have it, you need to. The wa—that's the only thing that I'll give Wagyu. All of our Wagyu, the, our steaks are just as good, but the burger is incredible. So the fat really does taste <clears> different. Burger, cooked medium, medium well. Yes, that's a given. Not yeah. not medium well. Pepper jack cheese, bacon, and an egg, almost all the way cooked through. So when you squeeze it. The, like, yolk comes out a little bit. Over hard? I don't know. Over medium? Any of that. Means. Okay, go ahead. You cook it. Yeah. And then the yellow part in the center is almost all the way cooked, yes. but it's still a little gooey. Okay. On a bagel. I knew you were going to say that. That shit is tits. I'm telling you. <sighs> Mango cook one right now. Yeah, they are, they are tasty. Yeah. For sure. So, that's it. That's, that's it. That's, that's the it. end. Uh, thank you for hanging out, and as always, topic suggestions are welcome. We are on TikTok now, at Full Disclosure Farming. Bitch, I got 70,000 followers on TikTok. I on TikTok now. I've been on TikTok. We, the podcast, are on TikTok well, now. Punching TikTok. Up. Follow the account, like and share. Um, once we go live on all the podcast platforms, Audible, Google Podcasts, mm. Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, the best way to show us love is to leave a review and a rating. It's like because a curly fry. I'm trying to speak here and you're making a mess. <laughs> That's the only way that the algorithm will share our podcast with other people is if... Could you, you do fry fry this? Would you stop talking? <laughs> the only way that the algorithm will promote our content to new people is if the listeners provide a review and a rating. So if you like what you hear so far... We'd appreciate it. Otherwise, PM me on TikTok. You what? PM me on TikTok and let me know. Yeah, comment, whatever. We're open to suggestions. They can see me chewing. That's disgusting. <laughs> We're out, people. See you later. No, but thank you, everyone. And if you do like what we got going on, please comment. I post a video or two every day on TikTok. Same in our yeah, podcast she, we, we both do. account. Actually, I'm doing like four or five clips a day just to kind of... Yeah, and so if you do like them, just leave a comment. Say, I listened, I liked it, talk about this, and I really appreciate that. Small update, I got my stitches all but one removed because they forgot one. Oops. So, that's right. it. Shop local, yankeebeef.com. Have a great day, y'all.